it's an exciting time for many drivers and car enthusiasts. The new vehicles are coming out and it's rather exciting again that, you know, for the last couple of years, we, we haven't been able to physically see the new vehicles. Now, if you take a look at dealerships, yes, you'll notice that a lot of the uh, lots are empty or half empty and they're having a hard time getting their vehicles in. But the exciting time is the fact that there are new vehicles uh, hitting the market. Yeah, well, we'll say eventually, but uh, whether or not you're in the market for a new car or not, it, it really is kind of nice to dream. And uh, just a couple of years ago, I did go to a new car show locally, the Canadian International Auto Show. And uh, sitting in the vehicles and the new car smell, just something you just can't stop getting. For me, I do miss it. And hopefully to be back going into 2022. Well, welcome to another episode of Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. In this episode, we'll talk about preparing for winter driving starts in the fall. Another episode of things that make you go, huh? And keeping an eye out for pedestrians, especially at night. Let's go. So we've been in uh, fall for, uh, I guess, a couple of weeks now, more than a couple of weeks. I guess it's been about a month by the time that this uh, podcast is aired. And, uh, you know, fall doesn't last forever. It lasts you approximately three months. And then we have the winter season. But we know that winter weather begins before winter technically arrives. And it's all about being prepared. Uh, not just physically with your vehicle, but but also mentally. So just a few little reminders, I think, especially if you have uh, winter-like weather where you live, such as what I do, it's important that we are prepared to drive in the winter, well, even before the first snowfalls. So one of the things, and I am an advocate of this, is having winter tires placed on your vehicle. So one of the typical times is the end of October, and this is when this podcast is airing. So it'd be a good time to start putting on your winter tires. I've already started doing that with uh, some vehicles in my family, one of the vehicles, and then I'm gonna slowly keep doing it over the next few days, just to make sure that they're ready. So winter tires, and without getting into a, a great deal of detail, because I think I'll save that for another episode, uh, coming up soon, but winter tires are great for winter weather. Notice I call the winter tires, not snow tires, because they're for the season, not just the elements. So anytime the temperature drops to seven Celsius, that's the time to start putting them on. And we're right around that, you know, seven to 10 right now. So uh, it's uh, it's about a good time to do that at this point. The, uh, the other thing you want to start doing for preparing your vehicle for winter is uh, having a winter driving survival kit in your trunk. Uh, you can buy such a kit, but you can also make one up at home, put it in a duffel bag or a sealable rubber um, bin, a smaller one that can fit in your trunk. Pretty easy. Uh, the typical things of, such as a, a long handle snow brush with a scraper, extra washer fluid, a blanket is always a good idea. Booster cables are good a small shovel to help you dig out after a storm, and perhaps even flares. A candle with a lighter uh, is good for warmth if you get stranded, and even a mixture of salt and sand, or if 
you don't have that in your area, um, having some kitty litter that you can use for traction if your wheels are spinning on ice. So these are things you can start thinking about putting it together. Most of the items you can find around your home and uh, put it in the back of your trunk. So that way, you know, you have it if you need it and it's not going to be in the way for such as when you get groceries. So a part of the uh, winter um, mentality is also making sure your vehicle has a pre-winter uh, inspection. Uh, so you're taking it to your service center, making sure that everything is in good order, the fluids, uh, having an oil change is a great idea, and uh, having your brakes checked, making sure that they're going to work for you when you need them, especially in the winter weather. You should also make sure that your battery is strong enough um, and uh, for the winter weather. And uh, a cold battery, very cold weather, uh, can be tough to turn over. So making sure that your charging system is, um, is working for you. So making sure also that your mechanically, uh, all your mechanical components are working properly and nothing else is really going to freeze for you. So <clears throat> another thing too is for winter weather and the winter season is to make sure that you're mentally ready for this. So this means that um, when the weather starts turning ugly, that you leave a little bit early before you go to work. So you know that traffic will slow down when there's the first sign of snow or ice. Uh, give yourself extra time, a larger gap in traffic before making that left turn. Uh, keep an eye out for pedestrians who have their hoods up and they don't necessarily see the cars coming. So you've got to look for them because they may not see you. You need some more time to stop. So earlier braking is a good reminder and gentle, smooth acceleration is also uh, a big plus. So mentally preparing yourself just as uh, physically preparing yourself is a good idea. And a few added things that you can keep in the trunk of your vehicle can also help you as an individual versus your vehicle. So like a personal survivor kit. So an extra pair of socks in case your socks get wet in your boots, put on a pair of dry socks, put in a couple of plastic bags in case your boots are wet inside. That way you can put your feet in the dry socks inside the plastic bags. And that's gonna help keep your feet extra warm for the extra insulation. Maybe an extra pair of gloves, another hat, uh, any snacks, the non-perishable kind is a good idea as well. It gives you a bit of energy. And uh, I, yeah, I've talked about this before, having some toilet paper in case you got to go uh, in an emergency and you get stuck, especially on a back road where there's no traffic to come by. And uh, some people will ask, well, I don't think I really want to do that. Well, I wouldn't either, but it's nice to know I've got it in case I need it. It's actually nice to know I've got everything in my vehicle to prepare me for winter driving. So let's do it sooner rather than later. It's now time for things to make you go, huh? So it turns out that a driver received a 30-day license suspension and a 14-day vehicle impoundment for driving 119 kilometers an hour in a 50 zone on a two-lane road, they pass an unmarked police vehicle over a double solid yellow line. Oh, and it was raining at night. Some people really need to have a bus pass. Things to make you go, huh? 
It's that time of year when, of course, it's getting darker sooner in the evenings and uh, getting close to turning our clocks back. And it's also pretty dark in the mornings when I leave to go to my office. And the problem really that faces drivers, not just that it's dark out, is it's dark out earlier and that there are still pedestrians out and about, or as we say in Canada, out and about. So we need some reminders about keeping an eye out for pedestrians. And, and we know that pedestrians can be distracted. They can be distracted with their thoughts. They can also be distracted, obviously, with their cell phones, having their face in their phone because they suffer from FOMO, fear of missing out. So they're always looking at social media and texts and emails. So one of the things that we can do to, to keep an eye out for pedestrians to help protect them as a, as a driver. Now, before I get into it, some people will say, but shouldn't the pedestrians look for us? Yeah, they should. But if they walk into our car, our car doesn't get marked up. It might get a, maybe a dent if the kneecap hits it. But if we hit a pedestrian, the pedestrian is in worse shape than our vehicle. So let's look for them too. Okay. So with the fact that it's being, it's dark out, a lot of pedestrians have dark clothing. So uh, if you're a pedestrian, you're doing a lot of walking, have stuff with uh, some reflective trim on it is not a bad idea. Even your, your shoes, the back of your shoes, you can get it or the back of your jacket. Um, I did have jackets like that a fair bit when I was walking and uh, it's a good idea. So keep an eye out for them because the shadows that move are really people. So one of the things we can do is just before you make a turn, so let's say you're turning right, or even if you're turning left, have a quick glance in your, your outside mirror, your side mirror, and also over your shoulder into your blind spot. Look for a pedestrian who isn't a driver. And pedestrians who don't drive don't think like drivers. So if you have a quick glance before you, let's say you turn right for a pedestrian that's walking along the sidewalk, you're going to find them before you start your turn. So recently, uh, same thing, there were some cyclists. Uh, they were um, coming along in the right-hand uh, curb lane, a uh, bicycle lane, and I got, went to turn right, and I had to stop at the red light, and I was waiting for traffic. And the time that I was waiting, uh, these cyclists got much closer. So I had a quick glance in my right side mirror, my right blind spot, and there were two cyclists that came up. So because I checked... It was actually able to see the two cyclists come up and pass me. And uh, the other ones were still well back. And when it was safe to go and the other two cyclists just stayed where they were, I made my turn. But had I not checked, I would have taken out at least one of the cyclists, if not both. So it's always a good idea to, uh, to have a quick glance. And this was also at night. So uh, whether you're turning left or turning right, it's a good idea. So even if they're wearing darker clothing, movement is easier de detected. Uh, through your peripheral vision, or just by making that quick glance, look for something that is moving. Uh, another problem that faces looking out for the pedestrians, especially at night, is if they happen to be walking around their vehicle. So again, dark clothing, they go from their driver's door to the back of their vehicle or vice versa, and you're driving alongside, you need to again look for movement. So it's a good idea perhaps to reduce your speed uh, try to have a larger gap between your vehicle and park vehicles just in case because it is hard to see them. There's no question about it. So we don't want anybody sneaking up on us and we don't want to sneak up on them. So it is really, again, a, a good idea to, to reduce your speed and keep your eyes moving constantly for, for movement. 
Um, use your headlights. Make sure they're clean too, especially if there's been some some grime on the roads. Your headlights can get dirty, so you can even clean them off when you go to the gas station with the squeegee. It's not a bad idea. Uh, or even using some glass cleaner or some lens cleaner if your headlight lenses are turning a little yellow. So let's look for those pedestrians before we turn. Uh, while we're going uh, through the residential areas, when you come up to a stop sign, same idea. Look for the pedestrians who aren't paying attention uh, or, or the ones that just don't care. And uh, we're, we're the driving the vehicle that can injure them. And let's help protect and keep our community safe. It's our job, too. Thanks for listening to this episode of Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. Uh, be sure to come back each week as each episode is broadcast on a Sunday. And if you have missed any episodes, uh, you don't forget, go back to season one as well. And you'll see in the menu all the different topics. I'm always happy to help in many ways. So if you have an idea of something that I should be discussing, please drop me a line. You can reach me by email, safedriver36 at yahoo.ca. You can also reach me on Twitter. I am at Safe Driver. And also TikTok, you can check out my videos. I am at The Safe Driver. Be safe, drive safe, and we'll talk soon. I'm Scott Marshall.